0: Everybody, welcome to another amazing session, Ray Brem here. I'm with my pal, Paul Brody, and he has now launched 71 consecutive bestsellers for his clients with his book marketing book launch service. He's a, obviously a bestselling offer himself of God knows how many books, and we're going to pick his brain about making money after the book. Paul, welcome aboard. Hey Ray, always a pleasure. So let's let's chat about you, you, I'll I'll let you steer but I'm going to throw a few things out and you can steer the other way if you want. One of the things that you and I haven't talked before because we've talked on multiple 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 interviews and summits is your kind of go-to method for m- doing business with you know with authors on the you know on the back end. So you're you've got some high ticket programs and one of the ways you do that is, and maybe you could tell me if you're still doing it or not, but I mean, was booking clients on podcasts and or and or reaching out via LinkedIn. What is your process? And I know summits are part of that, but what, what are your other current processes for attracting clients to your service? Website, summits, books, referrals, really that simple. That is
1: the base of our model. And as you know, you're a big part of our virtual summit model, Ray. I mean, we have our Get Published Summit that we launch at the end of February every year. We run the second edition, the final week of June every year now. And what that means is what we do is we run the same summit again in June, so a few months later. And in addition to that, I will interview typically between five to 10 of my top affiliates. And Ray, you're one of them. I was end up interviewing you for the second edition. And we'll either do a theme. Uh, This year we're doing a little differently where we're actually going to let our speakers choose what they want to talk about, just to mix it up a little bit. Because so the last two years, a lot of those second, those special edition conversations were about positioning yourself, pivoting during the pandemic, and as we get out of it. But as we're essentially out of this thing now, I really want to focus on the in- people that we're interviewing and talk about what they want to so that's really a big part of it. In the fall, you and I used to do Virtual Summit University. Now we've transitioned that to the Platform Building Summit, where we're going to help people with how, how to build their platforms, kind of like the question that you just asked me. But the other part of that is we've done launches now since 2015, 71 consecutive best-selling launches. And what's happened out of that, of course, is relationships. And with those relationships, several have been from our speakers, where I've done webinars for your audience, um, for Derek Depker's audience, that, and and for several others as well, where I've done our book marketing secrets webinar, where we give a lot of great information for about 45 to 50 minutes. I then give a very brief offer, mentioning that you know we're giving you a lot of great information. However, if you need additional support, I welcome you to set up a call with me. If you want to get additional support with our done for you book marketing service or our done for you book publishing service. And that's always where it's out really well from a business standpoint, because what happened with the summits was we built these relationships with our speakers and with those relationships where we have an opportunity to collaborate. This week I'm promoting one of Matt Stone's offers with his book cover, deal that he does twice a year. So it's one of those things where you promote something of theirs, they promote something of yours, if it's the right fit. And if it's not doing basically what they do, and that's one of the nice things What we do with done for you services, where other people we may collaborate with, like Derek, he does a lot of coaching services. So that ends up being a great fit where we can then promote one of his audiobook services that he has. So that's part of it, but also getting referrals from our current clients where it's either repeat business or they are set in business our way because we did such a great job for them that when they hear someone that wants to get a book out, then they refer us business. We also have relationships with book publishers, with multiple book publishing companies where if they need additional support with marketing they send them our way same thing if they need help on the publishing side we have literary agents that we work with as well where they will send it now does this happen overnight absolutely not this happened over a seven year process where it started with the books started with the first clients building those relationships then we have the podcast then we evolved the podcast into virtual summits and then offering these done for you services which is a done for you publishing done for you book launch marketing and of course a done for you virtual summit service that we tag team on together too, where these things build over time, but you also have to listen to your audience because my initial goal was to be really focusing on the coaching side with being a teacher for so many years. I wanted to help coach, but I found people didn't want that. They wanted a done for you service where they can get that, get that additional support where we take care of it for them. They send us the manuscript. We do the rest because most business owners, they don't want to learn this stuff. They don't have the time to do so. So we have the opportunity to help them and more importantly, help them get the results because we offered world class coaching, but not everyone wants that. And that's what you have to realize. Listen to your audience. But basically what we've done is, Ray, and again, a lot of help to you with the virtual summit side of things is that we've been able to create a continuous marketing model where we have the summits running every year. We keep adding new speakers. We add relationships with them. We're doing webinars for them. They're doing webinars for our list, and we're also constantly, you know, improving our list. You know, I'm a little different. I don't keep a thirty thousand member list. My list is typically right around five thousand because I'm constantly churning it out. I only want people on my email list that are interested and engaged in my in my content, and that's why typically my open rate is between forty and fifty percent because we're keeping the people that are engaged, that are interested in. So I'm constantly trimming that list to make sure that this is an engaged large list. And then when we are in comparison with these larger lists, especially when we're promoting an affiliate offer, we're right up there with them, where I know my list can easily compete with a 25 to 30,000 person list, because I'm not just bragging about a great list. I'm bragging about a list that is engaged, that is interested, that have built a relationship now for over seven
0: years there's a couple of comments i have one is the idea that you know you hosted that virtual summit we've kind of both started at the same time with summits and now it's you know even though i mentioned a few other things you come back to you know a virtual summit is the mainstay of your uh business now for re- recruitment obviously probably list building tra- attracting people to your list um speaking as well i mean you 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 say yes to a lot of summits as do i and but you know i think one key thing that i didn't wasn't expecting to hear is this it i i wrote it down done is better than perfect we've heard that before but i put with your passion because this is what's interesting and i think Everybody's like, well, I got to decide exactly what I want to do before I start. And as you were saying what you started with the coaching and you moved to this other model that, I mean, I, I thought I was going to be a ghostwriter and I can't sit still that long. I was like, well, I mean, now I'm like, what was I thinking? You know? I was going to be a ghostwriter. And you, you did the same thing. It's like, look, I started in coaching. And so getting started and trying to figure out what lights your fire too and what helps your clients the most. And you've you've morphed too. you know it my knowing what i know about you now for the last couple of years you've also seemed to have shifted focus or may, it, or at least that's because that's my world is you, you have a publishing service but you've you've also put a lot more emphasis on the marketing the book launching side now too at least that's my impression yeah because people need it i mean the thing is you get these traditional publishers they only want to get people
1: that have large audiences. All they're going to do is book a little PR and expect you to do the work for most first time authors or people that are wanting to leverage this as part of their business, where maybe is their second or third book, and maybe they didn't get the results they're looking for then we can provide the service. But again, it's an authority piece. As I tell everybody, if you're expecting to make a fortune in royalties, you're going to be in for disappointment where you make the money is being able to leverage yourself as a best-selling author and being able to leverage your book for core offers at the end of it, where you're offering a coaching service, consultant, um, digital product, whatever that is, the book positions you as a subject matter expert. So if you're in the financial sector, if you're an attorney, if you're in real estate, this is a no brainer of politicians. We've done a lot of books uh, over the past year and a half for politicians for uh, sheriffs out in Arizona, for chairman of, of, you know, the Republican Party of Arizona as well, where it's people that we've had the opportunity to help in the political se- sector as well, being able to leverage their influence even more. And again, we work with Democrats too. It's not a political thing for us. We don't have any affiliation. Our view is we wanna help people share their story and share their journey. So for us, that is our main priority. But what I'll say to those people is make sure you're able to back up your what you're gonna say in the books and as long as they can back it up we're happy to work with them but this is what this is it is leveraging your authority it's leveraging your business and your brand and that's exactly what this does it is authority positioning to be an expert in your area same thing with chiropractors doctors holistic health uh people that are you know helping with um fertility which you've helped with our clients with that So it's one of those things where this label, this basically sets you up as a subject matter expert to be able to have that core offer and then be able to state that you have a best-selling book specifically about your area of expertise, that that is critical. And I would say over 80% of our business is nonfiction. You know, we do have children's books. We do have the occasional fiction book that we will do, but it's also about setting the expectations very clearly and realizing this is an authority piece. If you're expecting to make millions in royalties, well, unless your name is JK Rowling, you're going to be in for disappointment. So we just like to be very clear, very transparent with the expectations going forward. Because if you're looking for something to position yourself as an expert, this is the way.
0: The old Mandalorian. We've got, uh, you know how you can change those avatars on your channel. I'm, my channel on Disney is called uh, Popalorian. Anyway, I thought I'd throw that in there. So um, let, let's, so you know, you help authors get their books done and market and so forth, but you also kind of give them a head start into what the the concept of this summit is, is is making profits beyond books. And you just touched on it there. What are some of the ways, you know, when people are just getting started, they got their book, you, you help them get the bestseller. And then they're like, okay, what's next? I get it. You, You know, I'm getting those $20, $20 royalties a month. I need to do something. Um, what are some of the ways to get started that, you know, that you see most common, most commonly working? Yeah, this is
1: going to fly to fiction and nonfiction. I find it best for nonfiction, but if you're able to get out there and speak at different clubs, different organizations and then selling the book in the back of the room. So you're able to buy author copies for roughly three to $4 each. You sell autographed paperback copies for 20 each. You're making 16, $17 profit per book. Well, that may not sound like much, Sell a few hundred books. Guess what? You've made a pretty nice chunk of change selling it on your website. But being able to utilize this book to engage with the other person where you have the book, you can meet people in person, network in person now that we're getting more back into that environment, going, Hey, I've had a great conversation with you. By the way, here is an autographed paperback copy of my book. And by the way, my number's on there. Whenever you're ready, feel free to reach out. Love to potentially work with you. That is the warmest type of connection you can make. Because let's face it, business cards, where do they go? They go in the trash. I know I gave you a big visual a while back where I took a bookmark and just threw it in the back of the room because it really is about utilizing the books. Because you go to a networking event, they're like Las Vegas dealers, right? They're going over, over like this, they're making it rain. They're just spreading these business cards everywhere and they're going up in the trash. But when you can give someone an autograph, paperback copy of your book, they're not throwing that out. Because I can tell you right now, in my library, I have a specific collection for autograph books. And especially the ones that my clients always send me after their launches. And those are the type of things that stick because no one's going to throw out an autographed paperback copy of your book. And if you think you're not a subject matter expert, I'm going to tell you this. If you have one thing that you can teach, you are a subject matter expert. People want the content. They want the stories. They want to engage with you. They want to get to know, like, and trust you. And the base of that foundation
0: is having your own and, you know, I, I like the idea, too, of the the, the next step is um, Russell Brunson puts this great. It's just like, you know, you can ex- your framework is what's in your book. You've taught this framework. People read it. They get they got exposure to you via your book. The next step might be a course. They want a little more help, maybe a little more demoing. It's the same framework. You're just sharing that. Um, and and I've seen you do it in, in, and you do it in both directions now so you're you're like you know what I'm coaching people on this let me re- let me release book marketing 101 you know the book and that'll bring more people in so you're as you do more work be on the back end now you're saying well that's an idea for another book I, the same goes for me I've got uh, Usually I have a prop here, you know, book profit secrets coming out and that's all just from, you know, it's mostly about summits and book funnels and things like that. But it's uh, the ways that, I it's that I'm getting a weird message saying there's a connection issue, but I don't see anything wrong with you.
1: Yeah, you may have
0: to do a light edit on that one. You went up for about ten seconds. So that's always fun. Fortunately, you're a genius editor, so I'm sure we'll figure this out. We'll see if not. Sorry, folks, you missed the most important part. That was the secret to everything we just shared there. But I've never even seen that happen before. But who knows?
1: Could be the kids
0: watching TV or something, and it's not time for them to do that yet. Um, So let's say that, you know, non-fiction author got their book done, got the best. What's the best way for me to start making more money? We've got the maybe they're going to do the the room and speaking gig. Um, What's the next thing? What's that next step they should consider taking that doesn't seem so intimidating to build a business?
1: So Ray, to clarify your question, you talked about next steps, right? All right. So part of it, I brought it the visual aid, right? The book. This is one of the biggest things that you can have right now. Being able to take this book and to be able to utilize it, whether it's going to be at networking events, in person, speaking at rotary clubs, nonprofits, organizations, um, schools, you know, wherever it is that you want to take this book and speak to, that's what's going to be critical. And you have to realize you do have to sell your book. It is a necessary truth and necessary evil. If you expect to upload a book and be on Oprah in 10 minutes, it's not going to happen. But what does happen is when you get out there, you're connecting, you're going out there and speaking about your book. That's what's critical. I do that to this day. Um, I spoke at a very large Rotary club three weeks ago and already have two prospective clients out of it. I'm speaking at a big club this week um, on Friday where these opportunities do present themselves. So get out there and speak um, if you really want to get out there and be able to promote your business. But the other part of that is getting on different podcasts. You can reach out to different podcasts and don't pitch it like, hey, look at me. I wanna be on your show because I have a book. No, how you do that is you subscribe to the podcast. You listen to a couple of episodes. You lead them a five-star review. I can tell you as a host, the main thing I'm looking for when I, when people reach out to me cold is a nice email going, hey, I love your show. I loved episode 358 with Ray about Book Profit Secrets. Awesome. Oh, by the way, I also left you a five star review. I subscribed to your podcast and I recommended you to several of my friends. By the way, I do have a book in all transparency that I've just released. Um, I feel it's a great subject. Um, It's about business one on one, and I feel this would be a great fit for your audience. Would you consider me to be on your podcast? Well, that's a slam dunk. I'm going to say absolutely because you subscribe, you mentioned a specific episode, you support our show. So, why wouldn't I interview you? That's a given. But if you go, um, hey, hi, my name is Jesse and I do Bitcoin and I really want to be on your podcast. And yeah, how do you think that's going to end up? Well, I can tell you that type of praise ain't going to work. So, the main thing that you're wanting to do is not to pitch yourself, not to promote it that way, put it in a way that you have researched their show, subscribed left a review five-star review and that is going to endear you it's just like an author we need five-star reviews podcast hosts also need five-star reviews so just going out there doing your research and then listening to the show you know don't make sure you listen to it i made a mistake a few years ago where i pitched myself to a show and the guy's like uh you clearly did not listen to my show i just do solo casts i felt like an idiot i promised myself that would not happen again so that is a lesson that I teach others now. When we do our Book marketing secrets webinar, is that listen, you need to be able to listen to the show, research it, and then get yourself to be on there. But make sure you're giving the value first. So that is a great way to do it: podcasts, getting on virtual summits like this, and part of it is just by reaching out, doing your research, um, searching for authors on Amazon. It's very simple things, but start to build your network. But the other thing is make sure you have a lead magnet in front of that book where you're giving away a checklist, a guide, something of value in exchange for that person's email address. Because the thing is, you go on Amazon. Great. They're going to buy your book. Wonderful. But Amazon doesn't share the sales data with you. You don't know who bought your book. So how do you get them on your list? By giving something of value in the front at the end of the book. You know, you, you thank them for reading it. And by the way, if you could be a service to them, if they need additional help then you can have a link on there to invite them to set up a strategy session with you. For me, I just mentioned this on brodyconsultinggroup.com on the paperback and they can click on strategy session on one of the boxes. If it's on my Kindle, I have a direct link. So just making sure that you have those different things covered and make sure you have a Kindle version and the paperback version and an audiobook version. And you don't have to record the audiobook yourself. You could actually go on ACX on audible and do a royalty share agreement with them where you find a narrator you do a 50/50 profit split and the great thing is after the first sale you're making money because there's a lot of people out there that do audiobooks that try to do it themselves or they hire someone thousands of dollars to do it and they don't make they don't make a profit using this method where the narrator pays for the production they do the work they put it on audible for you then after the first sale you're making money and i can tell you if you're using this for the back end I have had multiple clients come to me by listening to the audiobook version of my books. And to answer your question earlier, 19 books. I just finished my 20th, which is ironically called Entrepreneurship 101. And I actually recorded it via voice memo on my phone over 70 minutes when I was rehabbing my torn rotator cuff because I was having ice for two, two periods of two hours a day. So during the second period, I got bored and I realized, OK, I can't type this book out but I can sure use the voice memo app on my phone, did it that way. I then had the, had it all transcribed via otter.ai, many other services that do it. And then I got the files back. So they turned them into text, sent it back to me. And then I sent it to the transcription editor that we utilize for our summits. She then fixed it up, sent it back to me. I then cleaned it up again, had my proper editor go through and clean it up and boom, we have a book done. So I'm just sharing this because if you think you can't write a book, fine. Speak it out on your phone. basically come up with 10 talking points, have a notes app on where you have 10 different points on your outline that you want to cover. Just start talking. And I know that sounds overly simplistic, but you talked about done is better than perfect, right? Well, I'll talk about another one that the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first steps, Lao Tzu. I mentioned it often just start. And that's really the biggest thing. Just start the process. You will be amazed what you can accomplish. So that would be my advice to really build the momentum with your book, but make sure that you have set that book up, that you are building an audience, that you are giving us something of value in the front of the book. And I use lead pages. I have them on my website where people can opt in. I get their email address and then I'm able to promote to them. And I send an email once a week. That's it. Now, if i'm promoting something else sometimes it's a couple more emails during the week but typically on average is one email a week we do it newsletter form where we're talking about a current topic i may give a, like an injury update um, tomorrow's email that's going out i talk about my sister visiting from england talk about that a little bit and uh, then we have a little america update from my crazy 11 month old puppy but that's a whole different conversation but long story short it's an opportunity for people to be able to know like and trust you So make sure that you're engaging with your list regularly, but make sure you have it set up that you are constantly building your list so you can continuously market it.
0: Uh, You know, I was just telling somebody today, too, by the way, that because you're saying get started and I just uh, somebody that, uh, you know, ran something, said I didn't get any appointments on my calendar. It's like I said, you know what, if I had a nickel for every time I got a goose egg on any something I did. I, I wouldn't need to do this work, you know, I but I do it for the fun of it anyway. And uh, so trying to do something, get something done, you're going to find out things you don't like. You're going to find out things that don't work, but you're not going to know what that next step will be until you take the first step. And so, um, as you said, the journey of a thousand steps or what is it? Thousand miles against miles with the step. With the first step, take that first step. That's good advice. Paul, where can people go to get more help from you? Uh, book, your site, where where should they go? Well, I know we'll have a link below as well, but um, they can go
1: to Brody You can get a free copy of my Get Published book. Uh, you can also check out the podcast. You can schedule a complimentary strategy session with me. You can see a little bit of our data about our launches. You can read testimonials from our clients. Uh, Basically, the website is my hub. So BrodyConsultingGroup.com and a lot of great complimentary resources on there. There's also a really quick one minute uh, video that gives you a little more information about what we do and most importantly, how we serve.
0: Awesome. Paul, great stuff as always. Thank you so much. Everybody, thanks for joining us and we will see you on the next session.